Hello, everybody. We are those guys you hate. Welcome to the show that encourages you to be your best self by not being like us. My brother and I hopelessly search for nuance as we wade through wacky segments and crazy conversations. If you can withstand the insanity, you might actually learn something. Tyler, what are you going to be discussing this week? Ryan, this week I have a three-step easy-to-follow list that will improve each and every listener's life the moment they hear it and subsequently get sued for false claims. Perfect. What about you, Ryan? Tyler, this week, like every week, I ask the hard-hitting questions. Are men more likely to cheat? We find out what science has to say. But more importantly, are blue balls real? The explosive answer may shock you and get in your hair. But as always, we come from an honest place. I am a therapist, vigilante Tyler. (laughs) Okay. What do you think about that as a term to describe me? I'm a therapist, vigilante. First of all, before you tell me yes or no, and you better say yes, explain to the listeners what a vigilante is. Well, vigilante is somebody who takes morality and the law upon themselves and goes out and retaliates against criminals and those that have done wrong. They don't wait for the judicial system Mm -hmm. to take care of them or others being wronged. They take it into their own hands. They commit justice upon others whether they want it or not. Yes, vigilantes, uh, you could say they are not obstructed by red tape. That's exactly right. Mm -hmm. They cut through it. And with that being said, I am a therapist vigilante, Tyler. Can you please elaborate on that? Like you've murdered a bunch of therapists? No. What I'm saying is I take therapy and I inject it into conversations Ah. where it is not needed. Yes. It is not wanted. It is not respected in general senses. Oh, see, instead of vigilante, I think of that as a therapist mercenary. You appear out of it, out of thin air to do the deed. You kill a bunch of people and then you disappear off to take another job to instill fear elsewhere. It's guerrilla mental warfare, Tyler. Mm-hmm. But the thing is, because I am so interested in people, I am so interested in relationships because I don't understand them. Mm-hmm. I turn everything back into that. I want to know people's underlying reasons for doing everything. Is that fair? I think that's fair to say for you. Yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah, absolutely. I'm a, I'm a therapist vigilante, Tyler. Absolutely. You are a constant calculating machine while also acknowledging that the ideas and thoughts that we have of other people in our head are almost always wrong. Oh, for sure. (laughs) I mean, it's much like with animals. I love information about animals. I love knowing everything about animals. I don't want to touch them. Keep them away from me. I understand relationships except when they directly relate to me, Tyler. Isn't that crazy how that works? And, And seriously speaking, I think everybody has been in the situation where you get asked for advice by a friend about their relationship. Such such clarity. And it is clear as day, and then it happens to you, and you're like, well, I'm going to go over there and call her eight times. I am pissing all (laughs) over your car in the interior. Uh, So I think it's time that we pull some therapist vigilante justice on, let's figure out something that happened in our lives. Let's castigate that person. Let's put a label on them and tell them they'll never be any different. So you want to do all the things that this show is against. That's exactly right. Okay. Satire, baby. Satire. Sure. Yeah, satire. Tyler, do you remember, and it's not the first time that this has happened, but it happened to us very recently, and I want to know if you remember, it's going to seem like I'm bringing this up for the compliment, a lot of warnings before I say this next sentence. Very much so. The, The person who sat at our bar and just blatantly said to me, oh, so you're the handsome brother. 
Yes. Okay, you do recall that. That We turned it into a fun little thing. Oh, yeah, fun for the whole family. <laughs> Bring the kids. Yeah, I remember when that rat bastard said that. Sure, sure. I don't, hope they don't listen to this show. Here, nobody listens to this show, Tyler. Now, here's the deal. Here is why I bring it up. You would think, oh, look, he's just going for the compliment, and maybe subconsciously I am. I would love to understand the psychology of that. In where I am against that. I am castigating this person because that's not a nice thing to do. No. And it's not the first time that that has happened. Mm. What is going on in that person's mind? It's not the end of the world. It's not like, oh, we're going to come hunt you down with pitchforks and torches. Why would somebody do that? I relate it to when I gained all that weight and then that woman that I knew saw me afterwards, walked up, saw me after I'd gained all that weight, pointed to all of me and just went shocked. What happened? Yeah, yeah. yeah. She, and, and she actually stopped by later and had some follow-ups. Yes. She yeah. was, uh, yeah. Yeah, and the thing is about that woman, she wasn't uh, an Olympic swimmer, if you know what I'm talking mm -hmm. about. Why would mm -hmm. you feel comfortable saying that to someone? Uh, I guess it's cultural. Some people just find, in certain cultures, it's more- uh, She's living in our culture, Tyler. It's more appropriate to be uh, direct. Okay, well- I, I, I get, That's a total guess on my part. It hurt very much in the moment. Knock it off, Germans. <laughs> But the point that I'm making I don't think is she's German. No, she's not. But Germans are more direct. Very, very much it so. It cuts to my core, Tyler. Yeah, it's tough. So I think as therapist vigilantes, I think that we need to make a ruling on that, Tyler. I think we need to tell people, hey, knock it off. Yeah. That's not nice. Yeah, telling people that they're fat or telling people that they're handsome over their brother who's standing right there and does have feelings. Sure. Uh, yeah, I say we stop all that behavior because it's very hurtful. I'm glad that you're coming from an impartial place. I'm just saying. When it comes to not taking things personally, except for that, my name is Ryan. And my name is Tyler. And we are those guys you hate. my Haitians, and welcome to the show that has fists for nipples. To my left, a man who thinks there are a, quote, shitload of Highlanders, Mr. Tyler Menendez. Tyler, how you been being? So many people scream out there can only be one Highlander. Tyler. Well, guess what, assholes? Tyler. There's a bunch of Highlanders. That's bullshit. On today's show, I didn't want to cheat on you, baby. It was Darwin. <laughs> and later on today's show, I have another be like me to help you be less like you. Yes, Tyler. Yes, we have taken some real steps here. I don't want to give anything away, but the show is slowly becoming more professional mm -hmm. by taking us out of it little <laughs> Absolutely. by little. Absolutely. I know, and, and that yep. sounds like a little self-deprecating joke. Totally serious. Totally true. Now, Who knew you, you couldn't be an expert at everything, Ryan? I we could not be experts at everything. Tyler, what if I try harder? What if I just keep trying harder? Maybe. Now, let's go ahead. Let's talk about at the prime time, baby. Let's talk about what this show cares about the most. Big old titties. What's wrong with you? <laughs> what? What's wrong with you? You know I'm an ass man, Tyler. And balls. This show loves to talk about this show. I'm not even going to use the narcissism corner sounder because I don't have anything mind-bending to say. Okay. But I do want to clear up something. This week, you and I put out 
another episode, Tyler. Not a session, but an episode. You want to talk about that? Mini sesh, right? A mini sesh, which yes. really just extended because we love to talk about us, baby. Very much in, so. And what was it? Just give us a little commercial here in case somebody didn't see it in their inbox. No problem. The mini seshes are our little impromptu stories that we like to tell of our own personal lives with you guys. This week's mini sesh was. That dude that Ryan mm. made out with in Canada. It's already in your inbox. Please go check it out. It's a great story. The response to it has been great. I've really enjoyed it. I think we've seen a way to give you guys more of what you want, which really says a lot about you, okay? Mm-hmm. And about us. Yeah, what's going on in your life, honestly? Yeah, yeah. But here is something that bums me out a little bit, and it's all good. What's great about this show is that we fuck up, and we acknowledge it, and we move on, and we love ourselves and each other. We didn't tell the story right. We missed out on the punchline. Mm -hmm. Hopefully you've listened to it already. Spoiler alert, at the end, the guy kisses me on my cheek. That's why it's the guy that I made out with in Canada. Mm -hmm. We just told it, you'll you'll hear the way that we told it, which is okay. We're still learning. There's still a payoff to it, but damn, that kind of bummed me out when I listened back to it. It's Mm. not, it doesn't have the punch that it would without it. Still pretty great though. It was very funny and it really made me happy that everybody uh, seemed to like it. I got a really great response to it, but enough about it. Oh, because everybody knew that it was true already. And what? That you're kissing dudes. You're going around (laughs) just kissing dudes. To your knowledge, it was only that one time. (laughs) I would be sad if you found out the truth and I would have to talk to you about it in the Depression Index. No one cares. What the depression index is, is a machine that I made with my mouth and we crank it up to kiss some dudes to let you know how down we are this week, Tyler. Well, less down if we're kissing dudes. Oh, dude, I am pointing straight at my belly button right now, if you know what I'm saying. I'll push through that. I'll push through that thing, Tyler. So what we do this for is to let people know how our mental escapades was this week, because Tyler and I struggle with our mental health, much like you do. Yes. Whether you know it or not, Tyler. We're just better at it than you. Are you? Yeah, because we've had so much (laughs) critical (laughs) practice. Tyler, have you been responsible and done right by society by taking your pills antidepressants this week. Done right by society. I like that. Six days, Ryan. And if you guys are taking any sort of psychotropic medicine, please be responsible and use it regularly. Tyler, six days, you get the ultimate reward. You're so lucky. I don't know why that sound makes me sad. You're so so lucky. (laughs) It really makes me sad. Man, I'm thinking about getting on antidepressants (laughs) just so I can get some of that, you lucky dog. All right, well, With that awkward introduction, I'm going to move right into my topic. At least it was short. Yes, thank God. Yeah. My title, my subject, excuse me, for this week is breath. It may sound silly to some of you out there, but so often we forget to breathe. But as a matter of fact, everyone right now, stop what you're doing and take a deep breath with us. Feel your shoulders relax. Feel that fart leave you. (laughs) Maybe your stomach. The devil, Tyler. Maybe your stomach and or chest relax. We carry around so much pressure, so much weight each and every day. And the fun fact is, a lot of that can be lifted if we just remember to breathe. Back when I was afflicted with life crippling anxiety, I came to the realization that a lot of my worst anxiety-driven moments were made so much worse because I was unconsciously holding my breath. 
Like the moment just before a car crash. Sure. And, and what people don't realize is that they are holding little micro pieces of their body in different ways. You're literally protecting yourself with your muscles as if you were about to get into a fist fight with day-to-day -day activities, with, very, with very life. Very much so, yes. Yeah. yeah, and we all have muscles that are tightened right now that we aren't even aware of. We don't even know how to relax those muscles. We don't even know that they're there. 24 hours a day, baby. 24 hours a day. So Ryan, this week, I'm gonna say I am at a mother effing four, Ryan. Whoa! One, two, three, four. Spurt, spurt, spurt. Oh, you too? Ah, uh, that's fantastic, Tyler. And also, that's kind of gay. Yeah. But let's get the kind out of there and let's gay it up. Tyler, last week I told you because of my severe narcissism and just real God complex. Sure. I, I mean, if you've been listening to this podcast for a little bit, I, it's pretty evident. Mm -hmm. um, I told you that I have been recording my own quotes, okay, for, for a long time. A long time. Sure, sure, yes. for a long time. You, you had divulged to us that you had actually shared a few with somebody close to you and they basically just emotionally shut you down. Yeah, I mean, and, and I'm definitely not carrying that around at all. It didn't hurt me and, and so I'm not gun shy. I don't know what you're talking about. Dad, please come back. Now, I'm gonna give you one that I came up with today. I have not had a chance to shape it. I have not had a chance to make it just right, but it's what I wanna talk about today. So we'll, right. we'll fire it off. All right. My, anything less. my idea before I give you what it is, is that I'm going through so many different things in my life right now, while also going through so many things that I'm accustomed to. I am reliving the exact same things over and over again, which I believe is my ability to just keep taking the same test until I pass it. And here's something that I am realizing as this time goes on, which is, I always thought that me changing as a person was going to be, my brain is gonna change, my thoughts are gonna change, the way that I feel is going to change, and it's not. My thoughts have stayed the same. What is changing, and I'm, I'm basically giving my quote away without saying it, let me just give it right here. I always am going to have the same thoughts. My growth is in recognizing that my thoughts are not me. Mm -hmm. I'm having my thoughts that I've always had. The way that I am reacting to them is different. The way that I'm realizing I don't have to go with you just because I have this thought doesn't make it reality. That is that thing inside of me that has been trying to poison me, that has been trying to tank me, that has been trying to sabotage my life. And I love you and I appreciate you being there. We can get through this together. That's kind of gay. And, and very much so. It very much is, but you know what the fact of the matter is? I believe, and, and I'm gonna, that's kind of gay times a billion. The only way that you can move forward is by having some sympathy, dare I say love, for that voice. Oh my God. You gotta fuck that voice right in its mouth, oh, Tyler. Okay, I'm back in. I'm <laughs> back in, baby. Oh man, I got uncomfortable there at the end. I think I saved it. Once you got into dude fucking dude, you got way less gay. No, I no, will no. say that. No, my inner voice is definitely a hot chick, Tyler. I don't know <laughs> the fuck you're talking about. So I really do believe that. I think I always attack that voice. No, we're not doing this. You're wrong. No, no, no. You're part of me. You're part of my thought process and also, you're the scared part of me. You're the hurt part of me. And I love you and we're gonna get through this together. Just to dismount off of that, I will say what you are describing is awareness. When you start to have those thoughts, instead of becoming those thoughts and just that is your the definition of you is I am anxious or I'm depressed, 
acknowledge them and observe them and then notice that the person who observes those thoughts in your head, they're two different things. Sure. The aware, the one who observes and the emotions themselves. It is the observer observed, and I'm not saying that right, where, where you cannot be something that you're observing. If you are the one observing it, you are not the one. Where's that damn kook alert? I'm Where'd gonna, it go? I'm gonna, where's the kook alert? Thank you! I, I was looking everywhere for it! We're gonna cut all that out because I'm feeling very uncomfortable. I'm sorry, man. Is that what vulnerability looks like? I, I because just, I don't want any part of it. Zero out of five stars do not recommend. This week, I am at a two. One! Two, oh baby! God, that made me uncomfortable. Yeah, it is. I know because I'm going through all of these things and for the first time in my life, I feel like I'm turning the corner of knowing that I don't have to just go with these things. Mm -hmm. And I'll go ahead and leave it at that. I've said more than I wanted to, but something that I'm going to say to the avid listeners out there, I'm talking to you, India. I fucking love you, India. I want to motorboat your butt cheeks, mm. India. Uh, what I'm going to tell you is mm -hmm. we just lost some listeners. In I India. don't care. Yeah. Shave your butthole first, <laughs> but then I'll do it. I don't care. The land of a million smells? I don't care. <laughs> For you, India, I don't care. <laughs> what I'm going to say to you is you guys hear us working with the sound effects. We're adding in a bunch of stuff, and we're trying to learn how to do it. We're a bit elementary right now, but I'd like to think somebody whom I love, somebody who listens to the show and gets the show, I won't say your name, Mitzi, <laughs> told me that the sound effects are becoming part of the show. Yes. It's becoming a character on the show. And man, just to, to hear somebody who is who understands what we're going for, because we do all this, and, and even like what we just did with the Depression Index, my thought process is, people think we're out of our fucking mind. Sure. And when somebody comes in- We might be. Yeah, we might be, mm -hmm. and they give us the smallest monicum of understanding. It just- it just melts my heart. Well, and so we're working with these show sounds is all that I'm saying. Please bear with us. Yeah, and absolutely. And what I will say to that specifically is for those of you out there who may genuinely not know this, the sound effects for Ryan are like his babies. He takes the sound effects so seriously. I truly do. He really I truly does. Do. So to compliment Ryan on his sound effects is to like compliment Ryan on his child, basically. It, well, first of all, no contest. I mean, whatever. Like, if we, What sounds has my kid ever made? Oh, I don't want to tell you, Tyler. But um, it's not just that the lat. It's not just the sounds themselves. It's how they're being used, the understanding of how the show is growing that mm -hmm. really touches me. Mm -hmm. And also, we're going to fix this in editing. I forgot bad quotes by good people. Oh, yay. Tyler, who said this? If we knew the meaning to everything that is happening to us, then there would be no meaning. Who said that, Tyler? Uh, I'm gonna say Stalin. Idi Amin. Oh no! Ugandan dictator who killed in between 300,000 to 500,000 people. Thank you for your knowledge. I don't know how to end that. And we're back. That's a deeply philosophical quote. I really like that. And what the fuck, Amin? Tyler. I would love to make that guy my douche of the week, but we already have somebody on the docket. Let's get it. I really like bad quotes by good people. I, I think that's something we could do on social media. I believe that there's a lot of good stuff there. I don't mm -hmm. know why, just the juxtaposition. It is very funny. Douche of the week is exactly what it sounds like. Tyler and I find somebody that deserves to be told, hey, you're a douche. Mm -hmm. And we do it mm -hmm. weekly. I mean, fucking get your shit together. It's pretty self-explanatory. Tyler, 
Who's your douche of the week, brother? Ryan, my douche of the week this week for session 89, Mark motherfucking Zuckerberg. That piece of shit is at it again. Tyler, I'm going to ask that you don't explain this too much because later on in the show, ah. I'm going to force you onto a piece of transportation and make you describe Hooray! this to me. Motherfucker. All I know is he is at the head of a democracy uh, destroying machine. Something needs to be done about this. As far as I'm concerned, this man is a terrorist and he should be locked away. Now, when he put this thing together and we'll get into, I mean, we're going to get knuckle deep into Mark Zuckerberg. Did he build this thing to be what it became or is he an opportunist? Did this happen against his will? I don't truly understand how Facebook and social media has become such a weapon against the masses that they're unaware of is being inflicted upon them. Mm -hmm. Well, they know what it's inflicting on, on people. Um, There's just too much money to be lost. I was going to say that when billions upon billions of dollars start flooding in at such a rate it will change the human mind. I don't know who he used to be before this, and this is me biased, making judgments. He seems like a real fucking asshole regardless. I really dislike this man. I don't know anything about him um, other than Facebook. But but yeah, he just, he, he sees democracy being eroded from within, and he just, it's all about the money, man. Topical all about the money. in terms of, Tyler, you and I, and I won't discuss why, because we would be outing someone that we love, have talked a lot this week on filing non-moral things under it's just business man yeah it's just business it's almost like the idea of filing unmoral things against boys will be boys and I, I go straight to i was just following orders oh man you know what all different versions of the same thing and i think that this is really worth pointing out great douche of the week tyler thank you so mark motherfucking zuckerberg you are my douche of the week Very important edit, Tyler. That was good. Thank you. Because Mark Zuckerberg doesn't have the same power as Mark motherfucking Zuckerberg. Yeah, yeah. Now, with the billions of dollars, he bought that middle name for himself. All right, now, Tyler, you're talking about something that affects the globe. I am talking about something that affects the globe. Now, so many of the things that I talk about on here are gym-related because I spend a lot of my time there. We are so strong. <laughs> you can rip a phone book in half with your Kegels. We got it. Oh, your Kegels. See, oh, yeah. See, I'm doing it right now, Taylor. Yeah. I've been working on it for a week and a half. I'm, I'm around the letter H. Are you impressed? <laughs> <laughs> can I stop now? Now, we all know this person. If you've been to a gym, I imagine this expands out to different vestibules of life, Tyler. Sure. Do you know the guy who goes to the gym or gal or in between them, they, them, zim, zam, zalababoob? Uh, is that offensive? My boy zalababoob. <laughs> ah, we'll, we'll cut that time. Love you, dog. <laughs> we'll cut that and make that more palatable. That just that tickled me in the right place. Now, we all know the guy. Who has put in his headphones? You just recently got some AirPods, Tyler. You I seem did. to really be enjoying yourself. I mean, God, Steve Trebajo has got you by the testy cows. Nailed buddy. it, bro. Yeah. They're just so convenient. Damn you, convenience. I hate everything about Apple except for its products, Tyler. <laughs> I really do. It's like hating everything about cocaine except the smell. Yeah, I mean, what do you. That is exactly right. It is technological cocaine. I hate the it way really it makes is. me feel. It really is. But only later. Yeah. Steve Trebajo, <laughs> fuck off. 
It really is because the moment you buy it or the moment you inhale it, you get that that dopamine mm. in, baby. You love it. Fuck. And then it all starts to fall apart. And you're just like, shit, this was a bad idea. Did my watch just enslave me? Tyler? And I'm out $400. So this guy has on his incredible AirPods and he is listening to his music and he is in his own world. He is rocking out, bro. He is dancing to the music. He is vibing and jibing, Tyler. Mm -hmm. Do you know who I'm talking about? Sure. Guy who rocks out at the gym unapologetically. Very much so. It's like the guy at the on the dance floor, you gotta give him a wide berth because you might just get hit by a, a flying hand or a wide knee. You're gonna you know? catch a stray ball, Tyler. Yeah, at least at the dance floor, you know, you got some excuse. Guy at the gym. Dude, it's all about safety in the gym. You could really hurt somebody or yourself. It's not even that. And it's you're just, being a dick. You're so into the music that you're doing a little number. You got a whole production. Was that a can-can in the middle of your curls? Mm -hmm. And before I hit the branding, Tyler, it's me. That's me. It's oh, me who does it. No. I go in there in, how do I say this? A very specific mental state. Yeah, okay? so, of course. Right, of right, course. right. That's just how I like to do it. Mm -hmm. And I literally get lost in, it's me versus the music. I am bobbing up and down. I'm rocking out. I look like a fucking asshole. And yes. it's just a mirror that I just don't like myself. So me is my douche of the week. But I'm working on it, Tyler. I do respect you calling yourself out. I'm working on it. However, I will say that on a previous episode, you have alluded, or not even alluded, you admitted that you sing out loud at the gym. That's true. So you sing and you dance. You're like a, you're like a vaudevillian <laughs> gym <laughs> member. <laughs> when I hear music. That is a ridiculous thought. I love singing so much. Shameful admission? That when I hear music that I know and I like, I cannot resist singing along with it. I, I, I genuinely, maybe I'm making excuses you for are making excuses. behavior. Yes. I you choose not to enjoy singing so much that I just really, I really like it. I Guy really who do. sings everywhere he goes, definitely douche. Fuck you. <laughs> Speaking of douches, Tyler, let's tell people how it's like to live in Miami in a segment we call Welcome to Miami. I love this. I mean. Mount Rushmore of sounds on the sound mm. right now, on this on the show right now. I want to fuck a gypsy king, mm. Tyler. Now I asked you if you had any sort of observation. I threw this at you right before we were going on air, mm. I, because I like these segments that I do from time to time. I want for you to be part of them. We double in content. It makes it more fun, more interactive for you. Do you have any sort of observation for Miami? The answer could be no, and I won't be mad. Be I do. I. I <laughs> <laughs> You're sending me mixed signals here, bro. Yep. Uh, I do have one, but it is a little bit of, uh, it is one that you have spoken to in the past. That's but fine. I'm going to do my own version of it, people okay? People listen to these things in chunks, so, so it's not a big deal. For sure. So I don't think people understand, quite understand, how loud the Hispanic community can be. We be screaming, y'all. We be screaming, y'all. See. And welcome to Miami. When you are sitting in my bedroom... And the three, maybe four, maybe a hundred people outside my window, I'm on the second floor, by the way, Sure. are speaking so loud sure. that it's like I'm in the middle of the circle. Yep, yep, you're like lying down on the picnic table in between them. I don't even understand Spanish, and they were speaking so loud, I understood the conversation. Welcome to Miami. Now, is it because they are a passionate people or because they are insecure? No exit ramps in between. Pick one, Tyler. I say both. All right. I well. say both. You are you're uh inconsiderate and you are insecure. 
And I also really love the passion and the fire that you go Me about with life. Me too. <laughs> Me too. Spanish people are a pain in the ass, and damn are they fun to be around mm -hmm. if you're in the circle. And I, I'm dead serious. The hotter you are, the more empty you are inside. I don't believe for that to be <laughs> Are you sure? I, you want outside or you want inside? You don't get both. I'll give you my insides, no problem. Give All me right, your Tyler. Now, on this, welcome to Miami. I, the reason that we even do this is because Miami has become an international hotspot. So many people want to go to South Beach. So many people want to go to Fort Lauderdale. There's mm -hmm. so many different things that people are interested in. It's a double-edged sword, like anywhere else. You know, any nice city that you go to, you're going to have a beautiful downtown, and you're going to have some slums. We want to give you some insight. And it's almost as if the nicer the outcome of one thing, the worse it gets for somebody else. You ain't wrong, dog. You yep. ain't wrong. Now, I was going to talk this week about the one lone woman in my gym who had very, uh, and I don't want to say this in a misogynistic way, I want to paint a picture, very... Miami proportions. I'll okay. let you do your own work on that Plastic one. Plastic surgery. Very big down here. I don't know if her mama gave that to her. I don't know if her, <laughs> she bought it for herself. Her mama's doctor gave that to her. I'm not sure. But the fact of the matter is, she was attacked. I mean, she could not do nary a crunch before some buzzard was flying around and just, I mean, I honestly felt bad for her up until I started hitting on her. Tyler. Yeah, yeah. Just yeah, kidding. Yeah. Uh, but that's not what I'm going to talk about. I started feeling bad for her around the sixth time I hit <laughs> on her. So, you know, <laughs> when I followed her out to her car, I'm like, this is just too much. I'm going to tell you about something that you guys are going to think is a punchline, but it is totally true. Oh boy. In Miami, you cannot use your turn signal because if you do, people are going to speed up to stop you from getting over. You got to surprise a motherfucker. So true. It's it is 100% so true. true. People in Wisconsin are like, ah, stop it. You guys are doing satire. That's fucking real. You know something you can start to do? That's, so, that's fucking real. You psych them out. You put the other, you put the opposite left uh, turn signal on, and then, oh, no, this person's getting over the other side. Boom! Cut you off, motherfucker! Never let them know what you're thinking. Mm. And if they try to speed up, if you hit their front panel, you can spin them out, Tyler. No big deal. <laughs> okay. No, no big deal. That's, that's aggravated assault. No big deal. And maybe vehicular manslaughter. So yeah. I, those guys you hate does not sign off I'm on that. I'm not a lawyer, Tyler, but <laughs> You're I, think, definitely not. I think you should be all right. And that is Welcome to Miami. Oh, great, great segment. And, and that's absolutely true. There is no lie. There is no um, exaggeration to that. You cannot use your turn signal or else you're not going to be able to get into whatever you're trying to do. Really crazy, isn't it? Uh, yeah, selfishness, You beautiful right? pieces of shit. Yep. Yep. All right, Tyler, I discussed earlier, this is the thing, and I'm sure we're going long here. I'm having fun with you, so we generally go long when I do that. We have never done a segment on this show more where I have figured it out less. What I have done with this segment is I pull pop culture references, things that are happening right now. I do no research. Mm -hmm. I put you in some rickety form of transportation. I take mm -hmm. you out to wherever it's happening, and I demand that you explain it to me without ever giving you a heads up. Yes. I don't know what this segment is called, but I enjoy it. Uh, fuck Tyler over, basically. All right. I, that's got a certain ring to it. Tyler, get in this rowboat, brother. You're doing the paddling. I ain't doing that shit. I love it, bro. It's like we're in the canals of Vienna. Tyler, we are going out to Squeaky. the internet, Tyler. We're going out to the internet. To the to the what? To the internet. We're going to the internet. What the fuck happened with Facebook, Tyler? I love they, the internet. What's except, going on with WhatsApp except and there. Facebook and, and Instagram? What the F? 
Well, that just transpired. Well, that all went down. Are you talking about just all of it power, like going down for? That wasn't done by people. That wasn't a terrorist act. It oh. was just a mistake. I, I'm unfortunately out of the loop on what? that one. I know that it went down for days. I didn't know that it was an attack. I thought it was just a technical issue. Well, here's the reason why we do this. I fancy myself somebody who knows a little something about a lot of different things. I hate current events. I hate what's going on in the, in the world. I just don't like it. So I, I I get a whiff of something, and you're a guy who's connected. You live in a lot of ways on the internet more than I do. I was going to say, isolated is more the yeah, word. Okay, I didn't want to say it directly, but yeah, okay, yes, Tyler hasn't seen the sun in many a day. <laughs> ah. So I generally, you know about some of these things. Well, describe to me what you were talking about with Facebook then. Well, Let's I was double gonna, back. I was going to say right now there are two separate things happening with Facebook. The one that you're referencing is Facebook and all its connecting platforms, WhatsApp, Instagram, all these things went down. And so that we're going to have to do a week weekend review on because all I thought it was was just technical difficulties. You failed me, Tyler. Get out of my boat. <laughs> you splash. You swim back. Uh, but what, what I was referencing earlier is that a... Whistleblower, gotta love whistleblowers, just released lots and lots of documents that just like the oil companies or the cigarette companies, they knew that their product was inherently bad for people's mental health. And they not only ignored it, they hid the data. Edward Bernays, baby. Edward Bernays knew this was coming a long time ago. I'm gonna do something else on the show about him because I've said it a million times, as interesting of a subject as we've ever talked about, because we're living in it, baby. It is 1984, and what they didn't tell us is we were going to be the ones paying for the screens. I agree, but even Bernays, I can't imagine, could have foreseen something like Facebook coming along. I don't think that he I mean, knew how weaponized it was going to become, yeah. but he did foresee us being dominated by consumerism, sure, and he sure. had a lot of thoughts on it. Yep. So, okay, that's great. And, uh, and I don't know if you know, but the, there was the whole Instagram for kids in the pipeline. Did you hear about that? They were they were doing Instagram for kids for thirteen and under. Kidstagram, sure. Kidstagram. Uh, what is is that something that ever came to fruition? They or? were in the process of working on it, and since these documents were just released, and the whistleblower has blown the whistle. Yep. Uh, they have since put a pause on it, although I'm sure they're still fucking working. Oh, on it. They're just figuring out a way to rebrand it. All that is is Joe Camel, the cartoon character, yep. selling cigarettes that they put on the counters, so it's right in kids' eyes. Yep. I mean, we're all just going to find out how bad this is a little bit later on. If you guys want more information on this, go listen to the cold open from last week. We need to take a break. Mark Zuckerberg, I'm going to punch your white zinc-covered surfing face. And Tyler, I don't know how to get out of this. What's going on, everybody? Ryan Menendez here. Now, I know that you're such a fan of this podcast, you already know it, but part of this advertising is me explaining shit to you that you already know. Buckle up! So much of this podcast is based on me being a total kook. Now, a bunch of people have reached out to me, and they have let me know that they want to be a kook, too. Now, this isn't something that you just stumble on. It doesn't happen by accident. you got to put in practice. 10,000 hours, am I right? So what you need to do is read the books that I read. Now, what we've done is we have signed up to work with Audible so you can read the books to become a kook like me. Thoseguysyouhate.com. Now, here's what Audible wants. They want for you to go over there and get a free book that I'm offering you so you can read, you can get on board, you could sink below the waters and end up in the same place that I am. 
And what they're hoping is, is that you'll get that free book, you'll sign up, and then you'll forget to unsign up, and then they can charge you at least once, okay? You know it, I know it, we all know it. Beat the system by breaking that contract before that happens, or stay with them and continue to learn and grow and flourish like a big boy. So if you go to thoseguysyouhate.com right now, all of my reading recommendations are there. You could sign up and get the book for free, and then you have 30 days to cancel your membership, and you don't get beat on the deal. You know you won't because you're lazy. That's why you haven't moved out of your parents' house. We love you. Thank you for supporting those guys you hate, and let's get back to the show. Those guys. We humans have a serious problem with garbage. How are we ever going to get aliens to come here if we don't tidy up after ourselves? You hate. I will grant you the need to poison the oceans, but we could totally be losing out on some alien pussy if we don't at least sweep that shit under a nearby planet. Maybe (laughs) maybe Musk can help us out with that. Those guys you hate. hate, Red circle. Red motherfucking circle. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Tyler, I have gotten a response off of something that we talked about on a previous session from a Haitian member of the army who goes only by Drusifer. Okay. All right. And what was the feedback that you received? The feedback was, like usual, Drusifer is challenging my aphantasia, Tyler. Ah, yes. My inability to see pictures in my mind. It's really weird how everybody's challenging you on this thing that doesn't make you look good in any kind of light. What do you think that is? And we don't have to go super in-depth. We've already done Narcissism Corner. What do you think that is? Uh, just, I don't know. I, I honestly couldn't begin to guess. Just something, uh, they just don't believe it. And they don't believe you. Well, there's what I would like to do, first and foremost, before we get deeper into this, is say, hey, Drusifer, go fuck yourself. And second of <laughs> you all- You think you're better than me? <laughs> Drusifer described how he sees his mind, which I thought was very interesting. Uh-huh. He thinks in colors, cloud slash smoke-shaped colors. Interesting. And the color denotes the emotion. And the way that he described it is almost as in- the color is almost seeing the emotions, which this idea of how do you see your mind to me is a question that is very deep and very interesting and something that I don't think a lot of people are thinking about. How do you think about the way that you think? Yeah, we talked about this on uh, last week's episode, as right, a matter of fact. Right, Yeah, it's a very interesting conversation, one that I had never really given any thought to. And uh, yeah, that's... I guess if we went down the list, everybody would have their own version of how they think. And I really like this as a reoccurring theme because we're interested. If you guys have some sort of a response to that, that is a lot more helpful than Drusifer's. I'll tell you, his wasn't great. Mm-hmm. Um, his opinions suck too. Absolutely. Please <laughs> reach out to us on thoseguysyouhate.com because we'd love to hear it. Maybe we'll we'll share it on the show. The reason that we even got started down this idea of aphantasia was because while doing some meditation, I realized I couldn't see colors in my mind. That's how we ended up here. He's saying quite the opposite. So very interesting. Thank you, Jusifer. But what does him seeing colors in his mind have anything to do with you not being able to see in your mind? No, the point that I'm making is me not being able to see colors in my mind is how I discovered. Mm. I always thought that I was thinking just like everybody else. Like you just said, we never talk about this kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. We never talk about the differences between how you think in your process as opposed to anyone else in the world. We just assume that everybody else thinks just like us. Mm -hmm. So I never thought that mine was any different. But like always, I stand out. Let's talk about it and we can review. (laughs) 
Week in Review is Tyler and I say so many dumb things, some of them on this show. When that is the case, we go back, we look it up, and we find out if we're full of shit. Tyler, hotly contested subject on this show. On more than one occasion, you and I have said that blue balls doesn't exist. We've gone and we've castigated high school students. We've yelled at them. We've shook a diminishing finger at them. A judgmental finger. Oh, very much so. When did you get your doctorate? Yeah. Tyler, blue balls does exist. Please elaborate. I'm, I'm interested. I got this information from medicalnewstoday.com. Blue balls is the slang term for epididymal hypertension, Tyler. Mm. What do you think epididymal hypertension is, Tyler? Well, hypertension is self-explanatory. I'm assuming that's just severe tension in and around your testicles, Ryan. Aching or painful testicles, which some people may experience after sexual arousal that does not result in orgasm, Tyler. Oh, so what you're saying is, is me jerking off in the back of this bus isn't creepy. It's for science it's and a, medical it's reasons. It's a medical issue. Nice. I don't want to do it. Could you please turn around and shake it? I also said that women can't get blue balls. No, 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 no. Females no, can experience please, aching or no. heaviness around the clitoris and vulva, Tyler. And vulva, and this is referred to as... I don't know. Blue Volver, Tyler. <laughs> now, now, on that episode, I said that we were renaming it Clovery Ovaries. Are we using Clovery Ovaries instead of Blue Volva moving forward? Yeah. We truly are. We don't get to vote on that? Ah, it's too close to Blue Waffle, All Tyler. Right. All right. Yeah, that's true. Well, Ryan, you claimed last week and many other times preceding it that Hugo Boss made shirts for the Nazis. Were you correct? Yeah. 100% accurate. This information comes in from a New York Times article from 1997. Hugo Boss founded his first textile factory in 1923, joined the Nazi party in 31. And if you hear that and go, holy shit, Hugo Boss was a Nazi. He was in Germany and everybody at that time was a Nazi. The first stop making excuses for (laughs) Mr. Boss. The first country that the Nazis took over was their own. So at the time, at the time, lots of people were propaganda, propaganda. For the Nazis? On last week's show, I guessed that men were more biologically likely to cheat. Did I miss the mark? No. No, 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 no. I looked no, this up no, too. No, okay, cool. No, let's uh please, let's go back and forth. Where'd you get your information? Do you remember? Mine was just the top result in Google. Ah, that's my dog. I got mine from Forbes.com. What which, do they know? Which also told me that I have read two out of four free articles, which means. Two more articles and I'll never see you again, Forbes.com. Yep, 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 yep. yep. Now, before I get into this, and I find this to be super interesting, and what I realized as I was going through it, because I, like usual, waited till the last moment to Mm -hmm. do all my research, Mm -hmm. this article is so extensive, I'm going to talk about it again on next week's show because it was super fucking interesting. Teaser. But it should go without saying before we get into any of this that... I am speaking of evolution. I'm speaking of biology. I am not giving men a right to be a piece of shit. Just because science says that you're more likely this, that, or the other, bro, you're in charge of your own morality. I don't want to hear about, you know, chimpanzees fucking each other over is the reason why you're a piece of shit. That's what I've always used. Be better than that, okay? Mm. The old banana in the tailpipe. All right, so tell me what you got so far. I'm going to give you some facts, Tyler. What I have are facts. 
I'm going to just go off of yours because you sound like you have a lot more information than I do. The one thing that I was going to point to is that if you look to the animal kingdom, it shows that the majority of males in their DNA, it, it tells them to go out and try to fuck as much as possible. Now, I have a hypothesis on why that is, but we will get to that at the very end. Men report masturbating twice as frequently as women with mm -hmm. their primary motivation being? Uh, lack of sex. Insufficient sex. Very good, Tyler. Mm -hmm. Upon reaching puberty, men produce how many times more testosterone than women, Tyler? 25. 25% more. Mm -hmm. And testosterone in the animal kingdom, which is a great way to kind of research this stuff without you know, the variable of morality get, mm -hmm. getting involved because morality is just that. It's a variable. Your morality and my morality are not the same. It's I, a construct. Like what, what's, what's okay for you might be this, not the same thing for me. Like I like to chop off people's heads. You might have a problem with that. I would call you a prude and we could just go our separate ways. I am clutching my pearls right now, Tyler. The more promiscuous male is, like you said, nearly universal in the animal kingdom except for a couple of exceptions, yep. kind of like the female pipefish, that fucking slut. Is that okay? And, and I think that's okay. Is that yeah, okay? That's all right. you're, not, think... you're not talking about a specific pipefish. Oh, I am. And, oh, okay. oh, I certainly she am. She never called me back. Harriet, you pipefish, you dirty hussy. <laughs> that's a good name. A pipefish would definitely be a Harriet. Uh, or you have the, um, the seahorse where the males are the ones that carry around the, the babies. Okay. They're that, the ones who give birth. And that is going to feed into my hypothesis that I'm going to give after this one fact that I thought was better. And I, maybe I'm dragging us into the mud here, but I love taking things that we assume, taking things that we observe, and finding the actual scientific data that backs up the hypothesis. Mm -hmm. We'll never really know. You and I aren't going to break any cases here. But tell me what you think about this one. The sexual pursuit area. Okay, that's not a board game. I'm talking about the piece of your brain that is put directly towards sexual pursuit, okay? Yeah, absolutely. The sexual pursuit area of a man's brain may be up to 2.5 times larger than that of a female. Okay, now this isn't substantiated. This is, you know, it's obviously different on different animals, on different organisms. Mm -hmm. But that idea that the part of your brain that is just set on finding a sexual partner is 2.5 times larger than that of a female tells you the biological hardware that you have pre-installed is way more for a man, which, which stands to reason. I didn't mean to do it. My DNA, the things in my the sure. things that make me up sure. forced me to put my penis in that cantaloupe. Ghost, and I'm sorry. Absolutely. absolutely. Go step on that fish that crawled out of the ocean. And why do you think this is, Tyler? Why do you think that men are more likely to cheat than to go out, try to spread their seed than women? Why do you think that is? I would say it's the outcome. Women, they... It's a whole nine-month process sure. to give birth. It ravages their bodies sure. to a certain degree. Men don't have to deal with any of that shit. That's exactly what I believe it is. Mm. Women house everything. They nurture. They feed. They do all of those things. It is a lifelong commitment mm -hmm. most of the time. And for men, we're already off fucking a cantaloupe. Oh, yeah. I mean, I never stopped. Uh, Ryan, last week we asked about where does... Don't look a gift horse in the mouth come from. Did we know what we were talking about? I got to tell you, this really did not work out because I put together a lightning round and you have already answered two of those three questions. So lightning round is dead. Everybody say thank you to Woo! Tyler. Woo! Pew, 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 pew. Uh, 
Ask me the question again. I'm just sitting over here being mad. It's no. <laughs> Thank you, you dickhead. Oh, please, no. And this is how you know that we don't communicate before the show because I do things that I didn't know Ryan either did or didn't want me to do, and then he gets upset about me not knowing something that he never told me about. Tyler, I need for you to anticipate my needs before I know it. I believe what you're describing is a butler, Ryan. Do it! <laughs> uh, don't look a gift horse in the mouth. It is believed that it comes from uh, back in the day when a horse would be gifted, you would look at its mouth to see how old it has become. So it's basically saying, if you're given a gift, don't look at what the value of it is, just accept the gift. The longer the teeth, the older the horse, which I did not look this up. I assumed that the cliche long in the tooth comes from. That makes sense. I always thought it was you count them in half and count the rings, but, you know, what do I know? You just said count them in half and count the rings. I stand by what I said, Ryan. Tyler, last week we discussed why the Lombada was the forbidden dance. I looked it up. It just became so uninteresting. Yeah, I mean, did I find out? Yeah. It's what you fucking think. It's exactly what you would imagine. It was too sexual. Authorities in some past land wanted it forbidden, probably for religious reasons. Now, let me ask you a question. Footloose. Footloose. Why do you think sexuality is so feared by structured religion? Why do you think that is, Tyler? See, I, I took a, a boring question and hopefully turned it interesting. Maybe That's not. a good question. That why, is a good question. Why do you think that is? Oh, boy. Um... I honestly don't know. Maybe sex makes people uh, uh, more of a free thinker. It makes you not want to abide by certain standards. I don't know. Well, do you think that it is that there could be some sort of an addiction to sexuality where you filter everything in through that one? I know I've lived through some of that in my life where sexuality is the god of my time. You know what I mean? Well, I think in part that is because we're told that it's sinful and that it's wrong. Every time you tell a human being that they can't do something or that they shouldn't do something, it makes them want to do it more. That is a fact of life. I don't know that that's a fact. Telling them that they don't want to do, that you can't do something. Tyler, don't eat poison. From, ch well, when they want to do something. Look at, look at the way, and I know Poison looks good, bro. Some of it looks like candy. What poison? Anyway, it's very much like the argument over the N-word, where you have people saying, like, well, how come black people get to say the N-word? Do you want to say it? Or are you just upset that you're being told you can't say it? First of all, it's got a real ring to it. And secondly, can we say the N-word? I don't mean the N-word. I mean, can we say the N-word? Of course we can. Oh, okay. Why? Well, then the N-word. Very good, Tyler. <laughs> My N-word. And that, okay. <laughs> kind of teetering on the line. I don't know where it is, Ryan. Well, and you know what I'm just going to throw in here at the very end? What if romantic conquest isn't actually our destiny? What if it isn't our purpose what if it's a man-made, I don't want to say perversion, but the way, what it's been turned into, romantic love being the purpose of life, what if that's something that's just commerce? What if Hallmark made that shit up? Is that, that possible? Very much so. It's, it, you could make the argument that humans are not a monogamous species. Cheater alert. And that is Week in Reveal. <laughs> All right, Tyler, now we're going to get- Man, you think you know a guy. We're going to get into, and the guy the other guy knows. And Tyler, we are going to get into your segment, but before we do it, you have committed an atrocity against me, and I wanted to talk about it Go on, ahead. on the show, okay? Go ahead. Now, Tyler, you went above my head. Uh -huh. First of all, I let you talk on my show, okay? And for that, you should be ever indebted to me. 
And the, you went over my head. I'm going to cut you off really quick. No, because this thought, off, cut me off. Because this thought came into my head. I just want for historians to be able to look back on this moment, have this recorded for documented history, that this whole Ryan allows me to talk on his show is going to be the reason why one day I stab him 666 times to death. It was a crime of passion, and I murdered him because he kept calling it his show, which is horseshit. Okay. It's our show. All right, well, I didn't clear you to say that on my show, but- Here's the deal, Tyler. You have, speaking of Hallmark, you have a Hallmark segment. You have a benchmark segment that you have been doing from the very beginning. Very which, much Which so. I allowed. Now, what I did, you asked me at one point, you said, hey, Ryan, I don't have a lot of the noises. Could you put together something for me? And I put together this. Oh, yeah, be like me. Be like me. Oh, yeah, be like me. It's just beautiful. It's nice to hear that one last time. It <laughs> okay. If anybody wants to be a host on a podcast, I may or may not allow it. I got to talk to you first. So, Tyler, <laughs> you piece of garbage. Yeah, yeah, You yeah. went over my head, uh -huh, and uh -huh. you did something that is, I mean, just pales in comparison. But let's hear this piece of garbage that you put together. Well, Ryan, for my be like me, I am so excited to introduce our new imaging. Wanna be like me? Well, do you wanna be like me? Listen up, it's so easy. Three small steps to be like me. It's so easy to be like me. Am I crazy? Well, let's just see. Yeah. Well, do you wanna be like me? Oh, I mean, just, oh, oh man. I, would you have a kindergarten class put that together? Oh. That is just so unprofessional. It sounds like it was just slapped together. I am wet right now. Oh. I am all kinds of moist. And it has nothing to do with sexuality. That's a workout banger. I'm sorry. <laughs> good. I'm fucking pissed off. Guy who put that together, you're my douche of the week. Tyler, let's hear your segment, buddy. I can't wait for him to hear this because I'm sending this to him so he can hear the, uh, the introduction of his baby. You did a great job and I hate you. <laughs> Yes, Ryan, it is that time again. There has been such a clamoring for another Be Like Me since our last one. Oh my God, the influx of emails and messages. Tyler, you basically saved my life. Tyler, I thought you were crazy, but the changes are real. Tyler, I want your body. It's too much. Okay, how many emails should I be sending a day? Just tell it's me. It's too much, okay. Ryan. All right. All how right. many times can I unsubscribe? <laughs> Just knocking on your door. In order to sate everyone's appetite and get them back on track to being like me, I've constructed another three-step easy-to-digest process. You ready, Ryan? I'm not really, because generally speaking, these are all terrible suggestions, but I'll fake it. We'll see what happens, mm -hmm, okay? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Step one, Ryan, never have a plan. Plans are just short stories for the imaginatively impaired. Nailed it. Go ahead and make your checklist. Jot down your to-dos. Sure, make those bullet points with hearts instead of dots. Mm, Very tasteful. Like that. I'm going to be over here actually getting stuff done, Ryan. I don't believe you. I what, what? It'll happen. Okay, Trust me. Tomorrow. Having a plan simply means you're setting standards for yourself. And if you want my take on standards, go listen to a previous Be Like Me. I don't know what episode it is, so I guess you're just going to have to listen to all of them. Filter through. Let that imagination run wild, Ryan. The plan, Ryan, yes. is the cage. Okay. Look at my hands. Okay. It's the cage. Sure. Break free of it. Break free. Break free. Life. Life. 
Life is chaos. Control is an illusion. Jeffrey Epstein didn't kill himself. Good God, man. This is why I told you I, th this new song has just ruined you, Tyler. I'm just saying. We're going back to the old one. Okay, I'm not above acknowledging that one got away from you sure, a little bit. Sure, sure. Okay, so sure. let's go don't, on to step two. Okay? Don't be like him there. Step two, all right? I feel like this is the obvious next step. Part of never having a plan is knowing you can't trust anyone. Can you take me seriously with my hair like this? I can't take you seriously with your hair the way it normally is. Perfect. So don't worry about it. Trust placed in others is just a mass party invitation you send out. Everyone accepts, and the only gift each person brings is disappointment. Okay, I, 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 I go ahead. I, I'm, I'm willing to just say yes to get through this. When you bring others in on your not plan, they're just going to make things more difficult. Okay, don't trust other people. Don't make a plan. Are you starting to get it right? Yes! Oh, I, I am starting to get it. No, Ryan, I don't want to share. I'm going back to my room slash lair slash safety place. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So are you with me so far, Ryan? I, I, I couldn't be less with don't you. Don't have a plan sure. and don't trust people, okay? Uh -huh. You got to uh -huh. free yourselves of these conditions. You got to free yourself of these binds. You ready for step three, Ryan? I, I guess you so. You look so Tyler. excited. I, I, I'm not sure how to respond. Speaking of going back to my room slash layer slash safety, safety place. place. Yes, yeah. yes, yes. You're, keep, you're following. Uh -huh. Step three is isolate yeah. and isolate hard. Yeah, if you're going to do anything, do it. The right way. Absolutely. Go sure. back or go home. Yep. And you are already home. It's perfect. <laughs> your safety place. <laughs> there are so many risks right outside your door. How do we solve something that's so frightening? We don't go out the door. Oh, okay. That's perfect. The, the danger can't get us in here, Tyler. Absolutely. Thanks yeah. to the power of technology and I'm sure our soon-to-be glorious leader, Jeff Bezos, mm. you don't need to go out that door ever. It is so funny that you said that because, and I don't want to shoehorn this into your segment, I have always been a person who likes to go out and buy things at the store because I don't like to be able to spend money from my living room. Mm. But what I found now is with all these distribution issues, because we can't get anybody to find a job, you can't find the stuff that you want at stores. <laughs> nope. Is anybody worried about this? <laughs> is anybody worried that we're being funneled back into our houses? And the sad part is, it's not because of lack of employment, although that does play a part. It's because there is a global shortage of inventory. And people are warning of a major crash. But that's not what Be Like Me is about, You're right, you're Ryan. right, you're right. Absolutely. Be like me. Don't worry about the future. <laughs> if you don't leave your house, you'll be fine. I'm going to disagree. Food, toiletries, medicine. It can all be delivered right to your room. Thanks to the ever-encroaching demise of our privacy and freedoms, you can have cameras installed everywhere around you. Be safe from the outside world and those in it. No longer should we be forced to interact with things like nature and friends. All trivialities in this one man's humble opinion, I challenge all of you to shrug off the distractions of everyday life and feel safe once again. I'm Tyler Menendez, and that was Be Like Me. You're welcome, ladies and gentlemen. He's deeply depressed on a daily basis and he can't figure out why, but go ahead and follow his seven easy steps to get to where he is. Hey, hey, this isn't a sprint, Ryan. This is a marathon. It may look sloppy and disorganized and chaos incarnate in the middle, but once we get to the end, 
We'll be fine. I got you. Well, I dig it. And Tyler, well done. The music is fantastic. Thank you. The show is slowly becoming more and more professional. And we love that you guys are here with us, man. I know we kind of wrap it up saying the same thing every time, but more and more every week, you and I are feeling the love. And please go check out those guys you hate.com at the very top, just like we discussed last time while we were kind of joking around about suicide, which maybe is a bit strange you to do. Were t- yeah. You, if you I, were telling him to, to zhuzh it up a little bit. Zhuzh it up. <laughs> zhuzh it up a little bit. If you're going to do it, do it right. But there, at the very top of our page, you can donate to the suicide hotline. Well, I'm sure I'm not, not saying that not, right. It's not donate to the suicide hotline. Is it hotline? pro or anti the suicide definitely Wow, you really threw me through a loop with that one. It's anti-suicide pro you staying alive. Boring. And at the top of our uh, website is the phone number for the suicide hotline. Although you guys have Google, so I mean, I'm sure you could but figure that out on your own. I like this idea of you and I joking around, but in the minute being able to say, hey, we were joking around about this. We're bringing some awareness to it. Go visit our page and you can now help out with this because it is a serious situation. For, for sure. And especially after and during Corona, which made it significantly worse, like so many other things. Um, yeah, don't feel scared to reach out to somebody. Like I, like Ryan said, go to thoseguysyouhate.com. In the bottom right-hand corner is a button to leave us a voicemail. And if you really are feeling that bad, you're welcome to reach out to us. We're not psychologists in any way, but we have been through some shit, and we do have some perspectives, I, I am. think. I am. I'm a, shit? Yes. I, I'm a therapist yes. vigilante. <laughs> I, call me up. I will fix your fucking problems. But if you just need somebody to talk to, you can always reach out to us. This guys. isn't a bit. I, I know a lot of shit. I'm very smart. Uh, many leather bound books. <laughs> Smell of rich mahogany. Tyler, great job this week. What is the moral of the story, brother? You are Kevin Spacey in seven. I'm Kevin Spacey Not in real life. life. Yep. No. Yep. 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 No. I'll have to apologize for that. Yes, next week. you will. Yep. Apology tour. Mm-hmm. Ryan, my moral of the story is. Be like me. I understand so much of the advice that I give on this show. It seems like a thing, like I'm doing a joke or whatever it is. Be like me. Give back in to those, to those urges that you feel and just feel better about yourself. Satire. Ryan, what's the moral of the story? My moral of the story is a lot more serious than yours because you're full of boop. Mm, okay. Uh, my moral of the story is something that I've talked about, and it's my own little idea that I've hatched, and I don't know if it's right or not, but I believe because we deal with so many creature comforts, the idea of evolution, where people are being whittled down and only the strongest traits get passed forward, that is now off the table. The, the strong aren't the only ones who survive nowadays. So with that being said, I believe that evolution is voluntary at this point. And just because your brain has over the millions of years been built into something that is more likely to cheat, you are in charge of that. You can't blame it on birds. You can't blame it on bees. You are in charge of you. And if you want to be a better person, it's going to be because you are the one putting in the effort. No one can force you to do it but yourself. We are those guys you hate. Be kind or we'll kill you. Preachy. Check, check, yeah. check. Levels are good. Hello. Tyler, what's up, buddy? How are you, my friend? Not much, man. How you doing? 
doing well. I'm doing well. Feeling a little frustrated here coming in today. I don't know why. Mm-hmm. Just can, not ready. We're I just... can I can feel it coming off of you. Like, I know. Uh, I know. Like, it's uh, heat melting steam. Ryan. Nailed it. Nailed it. Yeah. 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 You know what it is, and I think maybe just talking it out will make me feel better. It is doing this on a Friday on a day that I'm not accustomed to, and having to be in a rush to get to work and. It's looking less and less like I'm going to make it to the gym, Tyler. If we're going to, if we're just going to be totally honest, it's looking like I'm not going to make it to the gym. I, I got a dashboard you could punch. It's a rental car. You know, I don't even care what you do to it. Nobody understands that reference, Tyler. We do, Ryan. Unfortunately, we, we do. do. We are, that's pre-mini sesh. Oh, yeah. Yeah, this, this whole thing is fucked up. We got we to gotta come in here on a, on a day off and figure out these camera angles because this is wrong. Well, what I'm going to do is I'm going to put this here, so that means I get sit further back, and it looks like we have the same camera angle. It well, it, it honestly it doesn't even matter. That's the thing. It's like we're waiting till the last second to figure out the camera. Well, we just and didn't think I about it. It's not. Fuck. It's not like we set the mission and and just didn't get around to it. We no, didn't even. That's what I mean. Consider that's, it yeah. for for me right now with the podcasting. The videos doesn't matter that much to me. We haven't been. I know you've been working on them, but as of mm-hmm. right now, we're not doing anything with it. I'm more worried about the podcast, and that's where we're at. I feel better, Tyler. I feel lighter. I feel like I've let let it go, let it go, like that bitch from Frozen, that hoe. Why? Why? She's not a bitch. That cold-hearted bitch. I did go after her kind of hard last week you, for no reason. You, you did yeah. for some reason. She knows what I... she did. She knows what she did. She looks like she has a dry cooch, Tyler. Right? Like a chapped cooch. Can we do, can we do one episode with you not saying the word cooch? I be- Number one, funniest word in the english dictionary we've already described that yeah it's pretty good and number two like a chafed cooch like i would be worried about her having a chafed cooch you know what i mean like your lips but well i I would be worried about uh, your lips i'd be worried about frostbite sure sure Sure, you start, you you end up with a lip in your mouth, an extra lip. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Tyler, That's, that's obviously what I'm talking about. I smell so bad right now. I smell so bad right now. Just I, I'm being genuine. That's actually a hundred percent true. That's okay. I smell bad from time to time. Sure, yeah. sure. And what's yeah. happening is our job at night, the bar job, we wear black shirts. So I usually take a shower right before I go in there, and I don't want to put on deodorant because it'll fuck up my shirt. And I'm normally good. I can make it through a whole shift without smelling bad. Mm-hmm. As a matter of fact, I I like the natural smells. Uh, the thing you, is, your musk is what you mean. Well, I, I'm not even musky. By the end of one shift. Mm-hmm. But when I go to bed and I wake up, I, call me Elon, baby, because I am filled with musk. It is, it's pretty rough. Now, here's the thing. Okay, I know we're all supposed to be ashamed of smelling bad. Hygiene is important. To, to a certain degree. Hey, Haitian army, wash your ass, okay? Yeah, that is important. Shave and wash your Shave ass. Shave and wash your ass. I don't yeah. want to make that a PSA for your ASS because I have one of those coming up in just a moment. Ooh. I don't want to over-PSA nice. your ASS. There's only so much that it could take. Mm-hmm. Um, but the fact of the matter is... But we'll test those limits. I'm going to find out. Much like guessing how many jelly beans are in that jar, how much PSA can your... ASS take. You're the right kind of autistic. This is perfect. <laughs> uh, here's the deal, and I'm being dead serious. I know you and I have talked about this a million times, but that's all this show is, an echo chamber for our relationship. I like the smell of my of my musk. I like the smell of my sweaty armpits up to a point. Yeah, you roll around in it, basically. Uh, I, I think that I may 
love my own pheromones. Like, do you think a, that like a have, pig and shit. Do you think that's could have something to do with my narcissism, Tyler? I'm sexually attracted to myself. Is that possible? Yeah, you're you're a poster child for something. I don't know what it is. Mental illness? I'm a, I don't know. I'm a centerfold for mental illness. Mm-hmm. Centerfold is good. You're I like, like one that. of those you're like one of those pinup girls but for depression and manic depressive <laughs> I'm disorder. I'm going crazy. <laughs> I'm telling you, I really like the smell of my own funk. And for people I, I know. who don't know what pheromones are, it is the chemicals that your body let out to attract other people. And what it truly is, if I have this correctly, do you know what it is? It's what entices us to the other person. Like you can get together with somebody and be attracted to them, but just have none of that chemical desire to get with them. But do you know what it is signaling? Do you know what the pheromones, if I have this correct? Sex. No, it is your immune system. And when you find oh. somebody that you are attracted to their pheromones, they have the opposite of what you have. Interesting. Yeah, and that- We, we can review. We can review. There yeah. you go. Um, speaking of PSA for your ASS, I said that I had one for you. Now, this is something that deeply affects me. And we need to make a sounder for that because this is a reoccurring situation. I think the sounder is just our voices, Ryan. If you're hearing it, something sad is about to come up. Not interesting enough. Not interesting okay, enough. Yeah. You and I don't have the info, Tyler. We need the, the bells. We need the, mis- the We need the bells. We need the whistles. We need the smoke in the mirrors. We need all of it because we are a bore. We need distractions. We need to break up the monotony. Look over here. So... Here's something I'm going to say that affects me. Much like leaving a drawer open, much like leaving a cabinet door open, you, like a total dickhead, uh, brought that up on a on a, on a previous session. Mm-hmm. Ryan Menendez observations. Don't like one. it. Don't first do it one. again. Putting away the cleaning supplies is part of the cleanup. I have a, a, a tendency, a habit, if you will, to clean up a bathroom and then leave the fabuloso on top of the toilet. That is part of the cleanup. Putting away the cleanup supplies is part of the cleanup. What do you think about that? Well, what I attribute it to is if you were a serial killer, that would just be your calling card. If. Yeah, yeah, you'd be the cleanup bandit. Nah, I'd be the sticky bandit. But for a different reason than Harry and Marv, yeah. yeah. It wasn't sticky when he got here. Semen, Tyler. Yes, yes. Um, If we're in the pregame, I've got a uh, happy death day. Hit me, Tyler. Yeah, Tyler's in a bad mood. He just doesn't want to talk about it. He I, just said this fucking thing, and that's not his style. I, I be, so. No, because I'm so embarrassed. This happens every week. I, I, no, I promise you, I'm not in a bad it's mood. It's just something we could rely on. Honestly, you nailing it. Well, no, I don't want to say it. It's going to be me. Uh, yeah. Uh, that, yep, yep, yep. I love you. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah. Show, the, show nope. the audience who I you are. I love you, Tyler. Yep. I, I know you've been working really hard, and I'm proud of you. You stupid idiot. No, I'm there kidding. It no, is. That was the joke. There it is. Ruin, ruin the moment. I need a pressure valve release, Tyler. I can't just be genuine. Can we just get into death so I can lift up my spirits after talking to you? As good as this music is, I don't think it's going to repair our relationship. Explain what a happy death day is, Tyler. I'd be more than happy to, you son of a bitch. This one is going to be about our relationship. <laughs> happy, happy death day is where we pull up... Um, it could be somebody in the news today or an anniversary of somebody's death. But instead of mourning that death, we celebrate life with a happy death day. Let's do it, man. Ryan, for this week's happy death day, do you know the name Meriwether Lewis? She's the one who wrote the dictionary, right? I can't tell if you're being serious or not. If I could rewrite the dictionary, I'd put you and I, I together. Yeah, yeah, that's fine. Meriwether Lewis, the half of Lewis and Clark. Oh, boy. He had some uh, medical issues, didn't he? Yeah, he lived in the 1700s, which is uh, basically a 
early life death sentence for anybody. He was a trailbreaker. He really was. Uh, born August 18th, 1774, and I mean it when I say this, great year. Was it? Birth of America, baby. Yeah. What? I mean, honestly, it's it's the judgment Wait, is still out. 1774, 1776. Anyway, while he was a soldier and later a politician, he will forever be known, as I said, as the Lewis of Lewis and Clark. Sure. Their mission was to, amongst other things, explore the Louisiana Purchase. Okay. And they did. They, they went, they collected samples of all kinds of flora and fauna. They charted out a bunch of maps. Absolutely. They, they as you said, the unknown. trail blazers, baby. And he died on October 11th, which is the date you're listening to this, MFers, by, it was believed to be, suicide. Yeah, he, um, if I have this correct, he had all sorts of digestive issues. Uh, you know, if he were in your party on the Oregon Trail, he's dying immediately. Mm-hmm. You're not even going to get to that first river and try to float across. He's dead, bro. But he survived. He survived and he broke oh, Yeah, where's trails. he at right now, Tyler? Where's he at right now? Well, he's dead now. Uh, yeah, so he died by a gunshot wound to the stomach and to the head. So that is why it is believed he may, may have been murdered. Unfortunately, this was the 1700s. Records back then weren't exactly what they are today. So all we can do is speculate. Did they collect any DNA from the crime scene? I mean, did they look into any sort of fingerprinting? Or, I mean, how much digging did they do on this one? Yeah, they brought the body out, and I'm sure they looked around <laughs> and went, oh, look at all this blood. Clean it up. He got Lewis. Bring your black light. Wash the blood with the bed sheets. Put it back on the bed. We're good to go. We cleaned the blood with more blood. So, uh, Meriwether Lewis, happy death day. Nice, Tyler. Nice. Thank you so much for all of your exploration. I didn't want to do that shit. I'm afraid of snakes. Hell no, man. I'm scared to get on a plane and take me to places where the trail was already blazed. I have no interest in that. Well, and you know what, Tyler? I fall on the wrong side of jokes all the time, and I just want to make sure that everybody knows when I say the birthplace of America, meh, I'm totally kidding. Love America, big-time patriot, because I have this last thing here for the pregame. I'm almost positive it was 1776. I think I got America's birthday wrong. Cool. After you. I appreciate that. Yeah. Um, And the reason why, it's been an especially disjointed pregame. Yeah. All right, Tyler, we got to breathe out the bad and in the good. Man. Well, that's we got we to get our heads together here. That's what pregame is for. Sure. That's what we're doing. Sure. That's What we're doing right now is what all this is about. Sure. Okay. So, you know how I do the, the facts, the number facts? Every session for a long time, I was doing the number facts. Yeah, it's been a while since you've done one the of those. The deeper that we go, the less interesting the facts are. Uh, yeah, facts about the number seven are bountiful. Sure. Facts about the number four, there's a million. Once you get up to 90 or whatever, you're getting a lot of integers. You're it's getting a lot very of math. arbitrary, yeah. yeah it's yeah, it's yeah. just not a lot to report on. But I did get one. And here's why I bring up America. There's a book called Information is Beautiful, which I would like to look into, which I never will, which cites the word 89. 80 hyphen nine as one of the words censored on the Chinese internet. You cannot use the word 89 on the Chinese internet. I'm assuming you can use the number. You just can't write out the word 89. Well, I'm sure that their number is a a series of symbols, correct? I doubt they're. Well, technically all symbols are. Anyway, do you now obvious, obvious follow-up. Do you know why that is? Uh, I'm going to ask you to not go. (laughs) 
Wait, what? With the obvious follow-up, Tyler. I told you, I was just I looking into know. it. I couldn't find anything else hey, better, hey, and I'm like, fuck it, you know? We can review for sure, because yeah. I, what? That that genuinely interests me. Hey, much, hey. Like, much like America, yeah. Wow, dude. If it, <laughs> if it pisses off the CCP, I am very much interested. That's why Winnie the Pooh is banned over there. Really? You, it, it's did, not because he's wearing a shirt and no pants, because you look like uh, an asshole. Which, sir. total asshole. Do you, you didn't know that? Winnie the Pooh is banned over in China? No, I didn't. Because they uh, relate... Is it Xi Jin, Jinping, I want to say? the Nailed it. No. no. Um, they relate him to Winnie the Pooh, and he does not like it. Small, fragile ego, that man. Really? Yeah. A tyrant has a... I, I thought that Winnie the Pooh was the shit tyrant. I know. I know. You'd think he'd be able to laugh at himself, but that dictator, not so much. Mm. You know what? Let's talk about it in the show. 